Bad dog. Bad dog. Bad dog. Bad dog. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the RC Roundtable Podcast, where we discuss the latest RC hobby news, events, model reviews, and a whole lot more. Okay, well, hello, everyone. Welcome to a field edition of the RC Roundtable. Uh, this is, we're here at the, what is it, the 17th annual BEST, the BEST Electric in South Texas. Fun fly, an electric event, all electric models. Uh, as sort of a semi-tradition now, we always take time on Saturday night to gather up a few people and talk about the past couple of days' events. So without further ado, joining us is uh, Keith Sparks. Hey. Hey. Uh, Sparks is known for his uh, Park Fire Plastics company that does a lot of vacuum forming and... Uh, Amazing model building. Model building kits. Amazing. Yes, he's got, uh, uh, in fact, I think his latest issue of uh, Model Aviation has your... The custom. Connie, and I brought it and we flew it today. Yes, yeah, soft flight earlier today. Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, fantastic. Also joining us is Tom Blakeney, model guru extraordinaire, old friend of ours. He likes to join in. Uh, I like to call him the walking encyclopedia of all things aircraft. <laughs> and uh, you bring all kinds of neat stuff. It's always a joy to, to meet up with him. Uh, yeah, definitely one plane we're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes. we'll, get to, we'll get to you later, Tom. <laughs> and, of course, that voice is Lee Ray. Hello, everyone. And I'm Fitz Walker. Of course, Terry is not in. He's way up in Buffalo enjoying the nice, cool weather. He, he showed us a temperature from there. We wanted to reach out through the phone and strangle him. Uh, the weather has been nice here today, other than being a bit warm, it's actually been really good flying weather. Uh, light variable winds, clear skies, not a shower in sight, just could be a little cooler, but the only complaint. But other than that, uh, I think it was pretty good, I don't know what you guys think. I'd like but 10, it, 10 degrees cooler, please. 10 degrees yeah. would be perfect. But it's yeah. no Little Rock. <laughs> it wasn't. It was not, I mean, it was getting there. It was getting close. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so where do we want to start? On your minds. Uh, what, what, what start with start? Thursday. You know, Keith and I both got here Thursday. So you guys are Thursday. Yeah. What what happened on Thursday? <laughs> well, the field was already mowed. Yeah, they cut it for us early. That was cool. I mean, we didn't have grass blown all over our airplanes, so that was that was a good thing. We got a lot of test flights done, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah, we, did. we did. No, uh, that's a little funny, practice then. for our our experiment. Yeah, we'll we'll get into that. I mean, we've already yeah. we've yeah. already posted it on on social I media, know, so I we know. can. We can start talking about it now. It's sort of a little kind of late, but yeah, yeah Keith and I started practicing. What? What do you want? You want to we'll hold talk on? about it later? Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Like okay. it's going to be a surprise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be like the third act here. Okay. Yeah, the third act. All right. I don't have the agenda. But yeah, so Thursday was good. Uh, was it Thursday night then? We had the surprising weather, or was that Friday? No, the surprising weather was because I, I went night? to their meeting because uh, they wanted to see the Connie, uh, and you texted me and said, well, you guys are sure putting on a good light show. Yeah. Oh, it poured at, the, at in Conroe. Yeah, it was, um, <laughs> it was a lot of lightning across the sky. Yeah, well, and you got some good pictures, too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm glad the field stayed dry, though. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, it just I, it literally went around us. I mean, mm -hmm. I was looking at the blue dot, and this, the clouds like kind of came, and then they just wrapped north and south. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we, we've good. been uh, non-rain. Yeah, I don't, don't want to have a mud pit when we get here. So, so yeah, Thursday was kind of a kind of a wrap. We, we got set up early. Uh, reserved some spaces, got some test flights done. And just a, a, a note here, the club is not officially open on Thursday, but for those who have been here many, many years and those who have campers that they like to drop off, maybe even club members, they allow that 
technically they don't want you coming here until Friday. So when we Friday was a lot more people had started showing up. So yeah, just FYI, Thursday is not the official day. We do come here early, uh, but if you're going to come in camp, come out on Friday. Yeah, and that's when Tom and I got here. Yeah, well, you got to stick to the AMA rules. You're not supposed to do test flights in a crowd. And I right. had a couple to do, and so did you. Well, that's so. what, but, but Friday would have been the right day. I mean, Friday right. morning. So. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, still, there's quite a few people showed up here on Friday and, uh, and camping. There's a bunch of campers out here and tents and stuff. Mm -hmm. This is a great place. The facilities, I think we mentioned before, there's actually showers and, and uh, bathrooms and uh, air-conditioned clubhouse. And so there's a nice, really nice facilities out here. Power, AC power, not, whatnot. The concrete runway. Concrete runway. Always. Yes. Uh, always. And, well, and the grass strip, because I think we use yeah, those. Yeah, the concrete with a grass strip right next to it. So either one, very low cut, uh, although quite not quite low enough for my habu. <laughs> <laughs> we'll and, and, a, and a few others. And a few others. <laughs> <laughs> not like that F-15. Remember the F-15 just trailered all the way, just took the whole runway to try oh, to take yeah, off. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not this year, off. not this year. Yeah, that was some years, years ago. ago but yeah. that was just funny to watch. It's like physics didn't matter for that wing where he put the wing upside down. Uh, I don't know, <laughs> yeah. It was downforce. Um, <laughs> anyway, so what do you want to talk about the, this year? We're going to shoot straight to Saturday morning. What's the, what's on your agenda? I see you uh, looking at your phone. There a few and... things. Uh, um, let's see. Oh, you I, kept notes? I kept a little bit of oh, notes. That's, he, that's his job. You're notes. awesome. <laughs> so we had a lot of uh, uh, pilot prize giveaways this time. I, I won something, as a matter of fact. Oh, what did uh, you win? I, I won a receiver. Oh, that's right. The four-channel spectrum. Yeah, I got one of the quote-unquote antenna-less receivers. Uh, Oh, okay. It, it it's has not antenna. showing. Yeah. <laughs> they call them antenna. That was in another episode. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm really remember. surprised I actually won something. Uh, did you win anything, Tom? Or? No, not yet. No? Not, no, prize, no pilot prize for me. You, you uh, want to talk about that? Yeah. That, that would just sound mean spirited if I talked about that. You know what? If we do a Patreon, <laughs> yeah. we'll, Tom and I are going to record a separate episode. So get those Patreon donations in. You can hear our discussion. The, the behind the scenes drama. <laughs> uh, well, so what are some of the things you, you saw here, I think, this time that really jumped out at you? Some of the models or something? I was really excited to see all of Sparky's new projects show up together here. I thought that was great. Yeah, it's true. You got That's three. BD5 and the Connie was here last time, but it's kind of new, still new and fresh. Yeah, she's got her colors now. Yeah, last time it was kind of a bare gray uh, mm -hmm. starter Connie. That's and true, yeah. I gotta apologize, Keith, since you're staying right here. I'm so sorry, but none of the planes that have been spoken about that, that are lovely over there have I photographed yet because I was so busy, you know, getting the F 18 ready and stuff. That only, the only time I saw you fly the Viking was when we were flying together. Mm -hmm. But I was over here when you flew the Connie, and it was quick, and then the BD-5 came and left very quickly. I don't know where I was, so I apologize. I really should get photos of those oh, that aircraft. Oh, that was Thursday. Oh, I'm still, I'm still, either the BD-5's teaching me to fly, or it's the other way around, I'm not sure, but we're still making adjustments. It'll be a nice well, that's what Is that the one you need to wait, lead weight for me? Well, I'm still, I'm still, yes. Yes, okay. I had I need the lead weight to from nose weight. Work, yeah, to work the CG a little bit. So and I kind of participate. And, 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 and I'm having thrust line problems, but uh, I'm getting. I want to get the airplane to the point that I'm not managing it while I'm flying. I want to fly the thing. I don't want to have to. Every time you change the throttle setting, now you're adding a new trim. And now we're going to throttle back because we're thinking about landing, and now you're changing the trim again. You realize the real one was like that. Yeah. I understand that, and it's a difficult project, and that's why I took it on, because uh, the challenge is, is it's just a learning tool. So, yeah, it's pretty cool. What's the size? What's the wingspan on that one? Uh, I cheated on that a little bit, but I, I think I missed it being a one-third scale airplane by about... 
by about yeah. two inches. It was crazy. I, I, I thought, you know, I wonder what scale this is. And I, I measured it and I started looking online. Mm. Wow, I, now, I missed it just now, a little bit. Now, be careful. They, I think they have three different wingspan wings for that. Believe it or not, they have five different five? wings. It's crazy. <laughs> you remember that walking like encyclopedia could... we were talking about earlier? <laughs> <laughs> he, like, he had that ready to go. There's, there's the A-wing, which basically nobody ever really wanted to fly because there was just no visible means of support. They wanted to live. The B-wing yeah. was kind of the standard wing for the prop. There's two different jet wings, slightly different spans and airfoils. And then there was the... Uh, the short-lived BD-5 glider version. They were trying to figure out what to do with all their kits. Ooh. I was waiting for him to, I was, I was so for him to say biplane. They, they, they had a uh, long-winged version of a glider uh, to, in an attempt to keep that whole operation afloat for us. So there were five different wings. <laughs> it was crazy. Well, truthfully, now, this isn't really my design. Dave Blum made one that's uh, a very small airplane. Uh, it was... Um, yeah, I, I, let me see who sells that. Uh, Manzano Laser sells the kit. Uh, yeah. It's a great flying little plane. I've already had, I've had two of them, and I got a kit sitting aside for whenever the next one dies. But the, this airplane is based on it, and it's been the uh, the test bed for the big one. So, so it was. It's kind of based on Dave Blum's design. It was a oh. shortcut for me. Well, cool. Well, it seems to fly pretty good. So, yeah, yeah, and it's uh, surprisingly it's, slow. Get it dialed in. Yeah, yeah, just tweak it. Just think about this. Jim Beatty wanted, you know, private pilots with about 40 hours of time. He thought he was going to turn them loose on a real BD-5, mm. which was uh, deemed to be not a great idea. Well, it took out like seven guys. Yeah, okay, that's what yeah. I thought. Yeah. A lot of them uh, was a stall spin in the pattern because yep. the engine would quit. And yep. they did a yep. sudden pitch up, if I remember correctly. Yep. Yeah. And it yes, was, yeah. and that's the problem I'm having. As soon as I throttle back, it doesn't want to land. It just, give me the sky. That's yep. what it wants. I mentioned this in a podcast years ago, but there's a BD-5 over at Weiser that's just metal frame in one of the hangars that, you know, we drove through. The, and so it's yeah. just, this, I mean, I, don't, I haven't seen it in a long time. Up, but. up in, off I-35, there's a BD-5 that's a wind tee. sits out there in the runway and spins around. <laughs> <laughs> It's living. It's now, didn't Jim Beatty have this like motorcycle thing? It looked like a BD-5 fuselage, but it had yeah. wheels and it was like a tricycle. Somebody thing. else took that out and it showed up. It was they had ever sell them a very similar thing in Fort Worth. It looked like a BD a stretch BD-5 with motorcycle enclosed thing with some little tiny training wheels. Yeah, outriggers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I met him briefly, uh, maybe a couple years before he died. I was at Oshkosh, and he was there, and he was toting. He had another BD plane, a more conventional looking guy. And I was like, oh, that's Jim Beatty. And I, you know, walk up and he's, he's, you know, he's kind of a big guy. And he has a voice like this. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Well, you was talking about notable planes. Yeah. He's got, he brought two that, uh, that go into a hover and then transition to straight flight. And you flew that, what, you flew both of them twice, didn't you? Well, I actually brought, I actually brought no less than, I brought four VTOL airplanes uh -huh. and flew, uh, flew them all. I got. I had, I'd left the big uh, convergence at home. I flew the mini convergence. I flew the Airs uh, V Hawk, the four prop thing, uh, four tilting nacelles, and I flew the new little E flight V22. And I, I went crazy a few weeks ago and couldn't stand it. And I ordered just before the shipment hit the states. I ordered the new Flex Innovations Cipher with the four fans. Mm, yeah. And uh, I gotta say, you know, and I've been dabbling in VTOL for a couple of years now. And they have they they've done a incredible job with the flight control software because that thing just transitions effortlessly from uh, 
from any of the three flight modes, vertical flight, horizontal flight, and what they call the magic 45 degree mode. And it's just, it's, it's almost idiot proof. It's very sensitive, but in terms of the convert, it, but it's mostly people just over controlling it like me. I'm still, I've only got four flights on it, but they've, that's a, a paradigm changing VTOL RC model. Really? Wow. It's neat. I like how the nacelles in the rear kind of swivel yeah. like at a slow rate. It's really neat looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yours is the first one we've seen. We've talked about it in the show before, but yours is the first one I've seen in the flesh. So that's, that's pretty cool. I was resisting it really well because I knew it was, they were a long ways, and I found out they were going to be in in about a week or two. And I sold some stuff at Richardson's, Richardson's <laughs> swap meet, and I had this RC money burning a hole in my pocket, so I just went for it. And I'm glad I did. It's very interesting. Oh. It's a new challenge. Yeah. New stuff. New stuff. stuff. And, and stuff you just can't, you know, you have to actually think about. But all the switchology on these things is I, I need to figure out a way to standardize it more because all the switchology is different on all five of my airplanes, which is matters on a VTOL. Yuli, anything stuck out? Nah. Nah? Okay. Well, never mind then. The big-ass thunder and lightning was awesome. Oh, <laughs> Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> uh, no, I was going to say I, I was kidding about the nothing stuck out. No. Michael came down. Yes. Michael Rosnick from Dallas area, I guess, Fort Worth area, wherever, Fort Worth. somewhere up north <laughs> from us. And he brought several helicopters. We had that on the live walkthrough of Best. Yeah. So you can see his helicopters from the video on our Facebook page. And I got a couple of photos of his uh, his Hueys. And, uh, his Bell 47, the MASH helicopter. It was all good. And he, he nice. does a great job flying. All, but also his B-25. Yeah, with the metal tape... Uh, Covering. Yeah, he brought that to Bomberfield, yeah. but this was the first time uh, I got to photograph it, so I got some really nice shots of that for him. Uh, I didn't do a lot of flight walking down there except to see your weird-looking <laughs> plane, Tom. And I saw you take that thing off, and this is the tail's the ugliest thing ever. What's that? That flex jet. Oh. <laughs> it's an ugly oh, yeah. tail. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, what they, is that? They, yeah. <laughs> well, one thing with uh, with that, they've actually kept the tail to a minimal size. That thing will actually fly backwards tail first at a fairly amazing clip once you get good with it. So mm. one of the reasons for that little dinky, odd-looking tail, there is a, a, a there is a systems reason for it. So they can they can actually back that thing up without the uh, without flipping around and going nose first. Mm. But yeah, there, there are certain styling aspects I like of it, and certain certain ones that I don't. The tail is not its most attractive <laughs> well, part. That's okay. It just it was just <laughs> yeah, it's just funky weird. looking. You, and you usually bring funky looking airplanes that's right. with I you, like, so it, you know that was a perfect. Fit. There's too many beautiful airplanes. You got to bring some weird ones out. Well, and I've already touched on it, Keith. Your your planes are gorgeous, mm-hmm. and the, the Viking was just beyond my expectations. So I've already it, talked about it on several episodes about seeing the photos, but now seeing it up close, it's just. That much more fun. It was yeah. on the bucket list. It was one of the planes I wanted to build. We got a lot of flying time out of it this weekend. I know. Mm. I, that plane's taught me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you build it quick, too, man. And I will say, your your learning curve has worked because your first few takeoffs were scary hairy. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> your last two were awesome. <laughs> I so. think if it's a cat, it's used up about four of its lives so far, <laughs> maybe. Oh, uh, yeah. How about you, Fitz? Is there anything you wanted to touch on? Uh, we talked about the BD-5, which I'm fond of. Um, probably we were just talking about Mike Rosnick. Yeah, Rosnick. He has an um, FPV Cub, and it has head tracking in it. And he let me try it. So we, we took off. I put the visor thing on, whatever, the, the Fat Shark. And so as you look around, he's got a gimbal 
the camera in it, so you look over to the right wing tip and the left as you fly around. It was really neat. Took a bit to get used to flying like that. Yeah. Uh, so he took it off for me because I said, well, you take it off and I'll take over. And uh, it took me a couple of minutes to, to get the feel for the plane. It's a new plane. It was a Cub, the, uh, I think the Hobby King uh, Navy Cub. Uh, I forgot what it called. The one with the blue. The, well, the it's blue like what gray. you did for the... Yeah, like I painted my um, Electro, uh, Electro Cub. cub. Uh, and so you look around, but it was really, after a while, it was actually really neat. You, you go down parallel to the runway, you look over your right shoulder, and there's the see runway yourself? there. Yeah. yeah, I can see myself. I can see that it was really nice. Did and, you wave at yourself? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I even got to the point where I landed it. It was kind of a little bit of a bumpy landing, but it was still really neat to see just uh, the, the whole effect. It wasn't just a fixed point of view. You can actually look around and stuff, and that was, uh, it was uh, really appreciated to let me try that. And uh, trusting me with this plane, not drilling it into the ground, doing that kind of stuff. Uh, so it was sort of an odd experience being inside the plane. Um, I don't know if I... As usual, there's lots of variety of planes here. I can't... The space shuttle was back. Space yes. shuttle was back. Jimmy, is that right? Jimmy's? I, can't, I don't remember the guy's name. Uh, and he, always a pleasure that to watch guy, fly. He flies it like he stole it. That's, That's really, right. <laughs> Inverted passes with a space shuttle. There, there were a, two of the new the carbon cubs. It was a, Yeah. They had the other Flex Innovation Cessna 170, which was really nice, too. Had the new uh, Flex Innovation, what, the Aura biplane, I think, down there, that big white foamy. Was that what that was? Yeah. I saw that in the ground, but I didn't recognize yeah, it. Uh, a, like Aurora or Aura or something like that. I oh, wow. That made sure That's good to see uh, some stuff like that. Um, the Stealth Fighter was kind of neat. Did you see the guy who had the Gillows? He had two Gillows P-38 and the Gillows P-40. Mm-hmm. Missed that. It was, it was at the far end of the north. That was... That was are you talking about the Gillows rubber band? Yeah, yeah. The Gillows. And he converted. Yeah, he I did not see did that. How, that. How did I miss that? I didn't see them fly. Look, they were all set up to fly. Mm -hmm. He flew with his bigger P thirty eight. Oh, he but did. Yeah. I don't, did he fly the Gillows ones? Mm -hmm. Oh, did it? Okay, he, I missed he, it. He was in my area and visited with, with me for a while because we both know Pat Triple. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. They look really nice because mm -hmm. somebody asked me, he said, "What kind? What P thirty eights are those?" And I had to look and I said, "Holy, cr holy crap! Those are Gillows." <laughs> mm -hmm. Wow. And he had two of them. So these. Uh, much respect to that guy for doing that kind of stuff. I don't know, did they get anything we missed? I think. Somebody flew a habu. My habu? Oh, the habu. Should I talk about the habu? <laughs> <laughs> okay, the, the habu from hell. <laughs> no, I, didn't, from I didn't take many pictures. I mean, I, I, I got the camera out, but... Okay. I took pictures of your Habu. Oh, it's an impressive airplane. It is, but it's, it's still got bugs. Man, the thing's got... I always you, you need a little patience, little patience. I, I'm going to need some more patience. So the Habu that that started at the AMA East mm -hmm. got, got beat up and lost by the airlines. That fell off the ceiling. That uh, is now remotored as an eight-cell setup. And it flew. I flew it a couple times. First flight was a little weird because the CG was a little further back. I guess the two... Four cell packs apparently were lighter than a one six cell pack I had it or something like that. So after I shifted everything forward, uh, it handled much better. But I had a weird cutout at full throttle. Uh, I haven't put this on an amp meter, so I have no idea what it's pulling. But I suspect you almost had that striker warble you used to get when you, you know, you'd, uh, yes. you'd uh, LVC on a striker. Yeah. <laughs> it was doing that at full throttle, so I suspect that the battery just couldn't take the full yes. power. Uh, so I had to fly it on half throttle, two-thirds at the most. And it flew okay, but it wasn't the speed I'd like. And uh, so on the, on the last flight, I had been flying around a while. I have a timer on the transmitter, but it was set for the old six-cell setup. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know, I've been flying for a while. Let me land this thing. So I was at the far side on the, on the downwind, and I dropped the gear, dropped the flaps, and uh, suddenly went... <laughs> 
Done. <laughs> it was done. I was like, oh, crud. And so I raised the gear, raised the flaps to clean it up and try to get back. Because uh, it looked like I was going to have to plant it in the, in, the, in the tall grass. And I did a quick turnaround and it actually had a little bit more momentum than I thought. But I said, well, the gear's already up. Let me just land it in the short grass. So I did this really nice touchdown in the short grass, skidded a little bit, and then it ripped off one of the elevators. The whole stab actually got ripped off. So. <laughs> Gosh darn anhedral stab. Yes, anhedral stab grabbed into the ground and it ripped it off. So it's it's going to need some repair work on that. And I think those batteries are going to, they're not up to snuff as, as well. Um, and so there's some some issues. It'll, I'll fix it, but. Bad dog. Bad dog. Bad dog. Bad, dog. <laughs> Bad cover. Yes. So the Habu, it flew a couple times, but it's it still needs some work. Yeah, Ted on, on it a little bit. It'll be a good dog. That's yeah. It. What else did you fly? Uh, the Tower Hobbies P51, my Vector, the foamy flat thing that flew very well. I, I let another guy come fly it, and my Elf glider, hand launch, the oh. discus launch. Got a six-minute flight out of it earlier. Nice. The Richard hand-me-down. No, it's the same one as Richard's, but not oh. his hand-me-down. Oh, not that. I got it differently. Uh, I brought my helicopter to T-Rex 500, went to go fly it, and the tail rotor servo was dead on arrival. would not do anything at all. I couldn't even move it manually. Something seized up hard in it, so didn't even get the chance to fly it. Wow. So, uh, but other than that, I packed light this year. Yeah, I noticed you, that your uh, your array of aircraft was a little more limited than normal. Yeah, I did that purposely. I just packed light, and I was going to get a trailer, but I couldn't get the rental in time, so I just, well, I'll just pack light. And, I did, and I, light and late. Light and late, 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 yes. That's, hey, that's what I did, too. I, I didn't even bring the trailer this year. I just threw airplanes in the van until it was full and headed out. Yeah, I didn't have a whole lot of time, and we were busy with work and stuff, and yeah. I got other stuff at home i got to get back to anyway. But you so. made it, and it's good, both of you. Yeah, we can't miss it, right? Not right. this guy. <laughs> that trailer's full. Yeah. <laughs> it's about to be full with little pieces of pink ply foam. Do you want to talk about that? <laughs> purple, <laughs> purple rain? Yeah, yeah, purple rain. <laughs> yeah, so so rain. Lee didn't have such a good luck with his, uh, what do you call it, the BA, BA funder? Big ass funder and lightning. Yes. Give us the E rating. But this is the, <laughs> the, the, the foam overcast. <laughs> Uh, you had it last year, right? This is uh, mm -hmm. yeah, last year. Ben, ben gave it to me. Yeah. So this is your Thunder Lightning that's been upscaled quite a bit. Yeah. Ben Warren, shout out to Ben Warren. Ninety inch wingspan. It is a gift. It's huge. I, I don't remember measuring it, but I think it's about ninety. Yeah, it's it's a monster. <clears throat> it's it's meticulously designed and and fits Nicely together. Built, yeah. yeah, I mean a little dovetail fittings and stuff. He did a great job, and I it you know what I was more hurt that. The gift I was given, you know, ben, all of our, Ben's hard work, you know, went down into the tall grass. We're well, uh, skipping ahead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I flew the Thunder and Lightning, I guess, did I fly the day before? Yeah. Yeah, you did, before. yeah. Well, I remember hand launching it for you on Friday. Yeah. Did it debut at uh, Flight Fest last year or did it debut at Best last year? It debuted here Best last year. Yeah, it was a surprise. Like he didn't know he was getting it. Yeah. And, oh, uh, that's right. Ben had called me up and said, hey, uh, I'm going to... Uh, give him a surprise and you to distract Lee for me. <laughs> oh, I had a great time flying it at Flight Fest and I'm going to just, you know, I'm saying taking it personally, but nobody photographed or videotaped it at Flight Fest Texas. Oh, and that was just, that was sad because I, it was huge, yeah. man. And I'm sure next to Lane's plane, you know, his big, it, they would have been in two. Yeah, and someone was, was joking. They say, how come you didn't fly that in combat? I was like, are you kidding me? <laughs> uh, but I, I flew it there and the motor mount broke. So it's been on in the ceiling for a while. But I finally found a new motor mount, uh, installed it here, 
flew it. It flew great. I took it out for another flight uh, this afternoon. It was flying around. Oh, thanks, Fitz, for hand tossing it. Yeah, no problem. And because it, it's a it's a heavy little plane, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's. Do you know how much it weighs? Oh, fan tossing. I don't know. Twenty. I'd say yeah, at least twenty pounds. Twenty right? pounds. It's. it's I was, when you launch it's like slow motion and you're like it does yeah it, you, yeah you don't, it's just it's just it's great it flies really well and uh, it was just floating along in a nice uh, simple you know clockwise pattern and then out of the blue some guy flying a big big ultimate ultimate bite oh, sixty yeah an converted old, to electric yeah at high speed right just ran right into me. I mean, we, we head on. It was head on. Yeah, I mean, head on almost. He dead. hit my front leading edge, but I think his the pieces took out my tail. My tail was separated. I know that when I was going down, I had yeah. no tail. So unfortunately, at about I don't know, 100 feet, a little higher, maybe yeah. higher than that. Yeah. I was Not over the. I was high, way over there. I this. I look. I we've already talked to the gentleman, and if he's listening, you words have been said, and you know, sorry, apologies, but. The pattern was not being followed, and you know, I got I got hit, and my big ass thunder and lightning went down, nose first, and so I lost the motor. I think the servos might be, might be good. Well, I'll, I'll check everything good. out. Uh, but yeah, it's a it's crunched over there in a big pile. Yeah, we posted some pictures on our Facebook page uh, of the event, so it's a, uh, it it was glorious. <laughs> well, as, as nobody else was watching, they just heard it and then they turned and said, "Oh, no. we saw the piece." No, coming. I saw it live. I saw you. Oh, you were there. Yeah, yeah I mean, before you were, it happened, I was just having watching you flying it, around. I heard it and I saw the aftermath. It was <laughs> like you know, you were flying. I'm like, hey, there's another plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wow! And it just sheared off his top wing. I had and... to have a couple of minutes to myself. You know, just but anyway. So that, that's it. The, I, I got my. I gosh, is this my first accidental midair? There was another pretty good midair. Well, you raise your hand, Sparky. What's... I got a question. You said you lost the motor. What happened to the motor? Oh, it nosed it first, and the motor just I know, but shaft. the grass is three foot tall. I didn't, what could happen I didn't... to the motor? The motor shaft is bent in right back into the thing. All the magnets are loose. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, yeah, oh that's you can't terrible. Turn, the motor's like... Oh, oh no. Yeah, well, and then... then you saw the radial mount. It was bent, right? Yeah. Yeah, so no. it just kind of... No. Anyway, that's it is what it is. Uh, but, yeah, I think I was just thinking that's maybe my... First midair, first midair, yeah, but not by like trying to do combat. Non-combat, <laughs> 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 non-combat midair. Non midair. <laughs> uh, but anyway, yeah. I feel and look, I I gotta tell you, uh, if you've ever had an accident, especially with a plane that you really like, you you go through all these little things in your head of like why why did that happen? Whose fault is it? Da, da, da. But what I gotta touch on the story is that this gentleman who met up with me afterwards and we we talked, shook hands. This was his father's plane. Grandfather. His grandfather's plane. I heard Excuse the conversation. Me, I, I thought it was his father's plane. Mm -hmm. and, and he said, you know, I just I just throw it in the car. And, you know, he's, he's like, it's already built. You know, I just stick it in the car as it is, and I just fly it. And I feel bad because if, if I had been flying my dad's plane mm -hmm. and I lost it, I would probably be off in a corner somewhere just having some time to myself. So I felt very bad for him. But I know there's nothing I could do. I was flying, what, 10, 15 miles an hour, you know, and that thing just, <laughs> just like super slow. And and I think it was kind of like that B-17 crash at Bomber Field. You, I mean, maybe he saw my plane and thought, oh, it's like, you know, it's a little, little P-38 you know, plane. It must be like right over the runway, you know, not really oh, yeah, saying yeah, how yeah. big it was. Oh, depth of perception. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's possible. He's like, how in the heck did I hit that little plane? And then, oh, it's a mm -hmm. huge plane. <laughs> yeah. uh, but anyway, so that's that. Um, it was not as close as you thought or whatever. And hopefully we can quickly come to the, the happy part of the whole show the part that you wouldn't let me talk about so 
let's talk about the, that was the sad part. Oh, okay, yes. And unless there's something else on your list that we need to talk about, let's switch to the, the happy part, which is kind of a secret that has been held off and bleeped on our show. I, oh, yeah. I bleeped okay. it on yeah. the show because we yeah, well, yeah. Um, uh, we we you had you and uh, Keith had a special thing you had planned that you was top secret a challenge a challenge <laughs> the, <laughs> the ninja challenge. Uh, so it basically it involves the S three, right? Yes, yes, it did. Um, Lee suggested that we try to do a in flight refueling thing. He wanted me to build a. 767. <laughs> I told him, okay, you build the 76, I'll build the little jet. <laughs> but uh, um, yeah, the Viking was on my bucket list, so that's the direction I went. And then he built his plane. So we tried to couple them up and we did some practice. A little bit of research went into what's the best line to tow, how big the cone has to be, what does the magnet need to weigh. How much drag is it going to cause on the tow plane? Research meaning you just clutch stuff together and tried it out and see what works. No, I spent a lot of time. <laughs> I spent a lot of time in Fort, Swag, in yeah. Fort Worth uh, experimenting with different uh, uh, yarn works best. Rope is not a good idea. Um, yeah, there was there was a little development that went on with the uh, with what my plane was going to tow, mm. and the whole time um, Lee was working on the plane that was going to couple up to it and. And how to put a camera on it, and there was there was a little bit of so, but you know that's not a gloss it over. You scratch built an S three Viking. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was like with twin ducted fans. All I said to Keith was, I want to do this engine refueling. Like you'll fly something like this, yeah. I'll fly something like this, and then what does he do? Boom! This beautiful plane shows yes. up on our. And I was again, I can't, I couldn't say anything on the show, but. He oh. kept showing us these masterful works of this yes. beautiful. I was like, I don't want you to fly that. I'm going to run into you. <laughs> yes. This wasn't like a profile S3. This was a oh. full built up painted. Fiber, fiber fiber glass painted. Exactly. <laughs> it was airplanes on Keith's bucket list anyway. It was on my list. <laughs> I wanted to do it. And then I, um, I, I, I had some help. I had some help. Um, um, Rich Urovich helped me with uh, um, the down thrust angles for the motor. I, mm. I emailed him and we went back and forth a few times. So, yeah, I cheated a little bit. Yeah. Now, I want to go ahead. No, well, tell us about your F 18 you built. Well, you had to, I think he's also glossing over the fact that I, I don't remember what I saw, and it may have been a flight test video of some of them doing something, or it may have been something I saw on TV. But I had one of those moments, it was an epiphany. You ever watch House? Yes. Yeah. There's all. I mean, someone needs to edit a, a clip where they do every epiphany scene he has yeah. in that show. You know, where he just <laughs> stops like every and looks episode. At, and so I swear, yeah, exactly. Well, that's what I'm saying. They somebody says every, something obscure. And he's like, <laughs> I know. Give him ten cc's of. But that's. I'm pretty sure that's the look I had. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's allergic to brass. I mean, he's like, he's like <laughs> but that brass ring you put on the, as a kid uh, caused the, the uh, okay. The epiphany was. I was like. I wonder if anybody's ever tried this. I started looking on the internet and I was like, I don't see it. And I started getting giddy. It's like, okay, I'll go over here. And I didn't see it. I'll look over here. I didn't see it. And we found one, only one YouTube video where someone did an autonomous type refueling. Like they were just doing like a waypoint thing, seeing if they could, it's like, but there's not RC related. I, I didn't find anybody. And at that point I was like, okay, I got to jump on this. And I think I talked to, to Terry. I think I talked to you guys and you kind of guys just blow me off. And I, I called Keith and said, okay, Keith, this is my idea. And then you you kept with it, and I'm like, I'm thanking Keith right now. This is the the public thank you to that he he's like, okay, let's do it. And then I just I was all smiles. I was like, all right, we're in now. We're in. We're gonna do this. And then he just kept sending photos. Like, oh my god. I said, well, 
I figured we needed to find an aircraft. We, we talked about this on the phone, and this was a great conversation about how, how do we want to do the refueling. We didn't want to do the one where it's got the little V shape and you, you probe into there. Yeah, we wanted something, yeah. and we found the Viking. And then when I showed you that photo, I think that's when you kind of got excited. I think that's when I felt talking to you on the phone. You were like, yeah, I like that. That's the plane. Yeah, yeah. so we figured, okay, well, with the, the line coming out and the, and the big cone on the back, what aircraft has a probe like that? Well, the was an intruder. Was that the one that has uh, an A4? Which mm -hmm. one? Yeah, the intruder's got the one on the intruder. A6. A6 intruder. A4 too, doesn't A4 it? A4 has a permanent one. A6, I think, has a permanent one. F18 has a folding one. Right, so we were we were looking at something that had a probe that came out versus a hole. And so I went through the planes and I said, okay, I like the F18. And so I, I stuck with that. And I said, well, the only thing I can think of doing is was sticking that probe out, you know, with a metal rod or something and putting the camera back and seeing if that would work. So you and I never really talked about that afterwards. You finished the, the Viking. I just sent you pictures of the F-18, but we didn't get to do anything until we got here. That's right. when we had everything set up. And I hadn't even flown that FPV yet. I had flown it just to test fly it. And, and the guy sitting here next to me got to fly it too. And, and it <laughs> didn't fly sight. too bad. Oh, yeah. No, it flew really well, actually. Yeah. Take off all that camera stuff. That'd be a really neat plane to zip around with. And, and to touch on the F-18, I'll just tell you guys, I found a guy who had built an F-18 out of flight test foam. And all I did was take his PDF, and then I just mathematically figured, what size do I need to do to match him? This, this, these were plans, but they weren't full-size plans. They weren't tiled. And there was all, this was all exacto <laughs> number 11 blade cut on this F-18 to match a size that would fit your Viking. So, so the F-18 is supposed to be the same scale as the Viking? Yes. Oh, well, okay. We yeah. were shooting for that. Yeah. Roughly, yeah. roughly well, speaking? because it would look That's silly. roughly about right. Yeah. yeah. No, okay. And, that, and that's what we came up with. And the camera I have is a run cam that has a very wide screen. So you see the probe just fine. And I hope we get some video. I think we have the video from uh, Josh's headset. I didn't, my son has the other one that has the DVR recorder. I didn't have that one. But anyway, the view looked good. And uh, I don't know if we're jumping too far ahead on the flight. But in any case, we got to do a little quick test flight with the Electra. You want to talk about that? Oh, that was the airplane that, that Terry Dunn gave me. I, that was... Uh... Electra Streak or Electra? The the Electra Streak. Yeah. Streak. Okay. It was because um, he has a lucky Electra. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's that's become sort of a test bed airplane for me. It it's it lives in the van. I fly it all the time. Ah. Uh, it it does anything you tell it to. So it did the tow test for and the the. It I I used it to choose the. The, the yarn, like I said, I used rope before, but the yarn turned out, the, the, the fuzz on the yarn gave it enough drag to, uh, to keep the line straight. Yeah. The cone started working. Yeah. Um, I was experimenting with lengths and stuff and how, much, how long can I tow it and uh, just trying to make it easy for Lee. And by the way, Lee, you were getting those photos uh, of the progress. I was trying to get you off your hiney. You need to get, you need to start building this airplane that was going to meet up with mine. That's uh, besides you guys were kind of interested in my project anyway, so that's why I was that's why I was sending the text. Yeah, the the glue is still drying on the F eighteen. Yeah, <laughs> but the yeah the streak turned the streak was the test bed for the the tow line, the cone, the magnet. Oh, uh, okay. I had there were several yarns that were not woven tight enough. Uh, if I went full power on the streak, it would rip it apart, or it would un <laughs> unwind it. Yeah. Thankfully, my wife's got just bags of yarn for me to go through, so I, I had a lot of materials to experiment with, and then I settled on what we used today. And then the solution for the connection, which 
does work. <laughs> but we're we're gonna improve upon that connection. Was we just uh, C8 a little magnet, mm -hmm. neodymium magnet, in, on the yarn inside the cone. The yeah, inside the cone. Paper so. cup cone, and my probe is a metal hanger, you know, and I just put straw material or push rod material around it just to give it some not so metal looking feature. Um, but it, it works great. Yeah, and, and it did. Yeah. Yay. Now, so, uh, I mean, and this is really skimming around the whole, what, past two hours it took us or three hours from we were trying and going back and charging batteries. Uh, the F-18 can keep up with the Viking. Mm -hmm. It can definitely keep up with the, the Fun Cub, because <laughs> I was always trying to outrun the Fun Cub. So there's a speed between a Fun Cub and an S3 Viking that we've got to find. Um, and the, the goggles work great. I mean, the little transmitter I had, uh, I never lost a signal until we had that one little incident where the string wrapped up in my prop. Yeah, yeah, a couple and, of incidences there. Woo, we got... <laughs> I came down with the string, and then at one point I hand—I was going to hand the transmitter to to Fitz because I had no video. But like right at the last second, it came back. Okay, that's what happened because you're yeah. I was trying to get the transmitter from you, but then you kind of pulled it, it back. Like, yeah, it then, came back. So oh, okay, I just pulled happened. up and, and landed in the tall grass. So, yeah, you wrapped the, the whole. <laughs> yeah. you, I guess you came up mid mid toe or something and wrapped the string all around the motor. Yeah, I was just I was like off. right underneath, and I came up and the prop <laughs> took it. And and guys, I I don't know if the photo Fitz took will do it justice. And I'm sure we'll share it, but that rope went around the prop shaft and then into the bell housing <laughs> it, it did I, and it was it, it really and then we were getting nasty noises from the motor or esc uh but uh, proof of concept and it works and not i mean i'm very excited I, I actually made a post and said you know it kind of made kind of uh lessen the grief of the big ass thunder and lightning crash uh, but it's fun and the the only thing now is that we've tested it and tried it out and know where to go from here is the F-18 desperately needs rudders because I yeah, the, and lineup. <laughs> the, yeah. the joke I told the guys is I keep pushing rudder into this plane while it's flying I have my headset on I was like there's no rudder <laughs> I'm using my left finger but it, there's no rudder so uh, I'm going to try to figure out a way tomorrow morning to to put some rudders in that thing oh, really? it doesn't need a lot but boy there were just times I just need a little bit of rudder to, to make that work so yeah, we'll see because yeah. it's the real guys have it yeah and a whole new appreciation for their uh, full-scale pilots trying to link up to... Well, and, and Josh asked, made a good point. He said, you know what, it, what this needs is a stabilizer, too. You yes. know, both planes are stabilizers. But oh, yeah, yeah. The yeah. size of this aircraft doesn't really present itself to shove it in there. I mean, for where I am. So, yes, yeah, if we... It's built into the receiver or something, right? Yeah. But you have to be... It has to be in a certain location. You, have, you want it right dead center, right? Right at the spar line? Yeah. Basically, but you could, you know... It wouldn't be that hard to do. Because right now, with yeah. the, where the motor is and so forth, the receiver's off to the side. Yeah. So I don't think... Yeah, well, be... the, you can adjust the gains and stuff. A lot of times, even in the helicopters, it doesn't have to be dead center. A lot of times, it can be off a little bit. All you right. can, you yeah. can probably have it on the side and it's still getting Yeah, it probably work reasonably well. So. Okay. That, that's enough. V2. That's yeah. V2? And V3. You know, <laughs> but right now, we're at, like, you know, the, the Wright brothers pushing the plane off the little sand dune. Um, Anyway, you gave me a funny face there. Yeah, because you're sounding like it didn't work. It <laughs> you you took that cone, that that piece of yarn wrapped around that probe in that big sky. How can, <laughs> how can you play it off like it didn't happen? Because I wanted to go into the cone. Like, oh. right now there's fuel all over my plane. Oh. <laughs> it's just spewing out all over my jet. <laughs> but well, it, What a perfectionist. Well, I, I mean, that's the ultimate goal, is to make it do that. And I think we'll get there. I mean, so, I, we have progressed so much 
since our first attempt. So, so you yeah, connected, we had... you connected an, an, an eighth inch magnet <laughs> to a coat hanger in the sky doing whatever miles uh, an hour. And that's why we love Keith. Well, that's a great accomplishment, <laughs> don't you think? It, it is. is. It, it is. I guess I'm, I'm humbled by it because I, I, I would like to have that ultimate shot there. But so thank you. How's that? I will not okay. deny the, <laughs> yeah. the fact that we did, in fact, you know, make them connect. But it, you know what? It was just so much. I will tell you guys, it's it's. We needed someone with a video camera on us. You know, I should have put my yeah, GoPro probably. just pointing at us because our conversations were hilarious. You know, I'm in the visor looking at the jets, and I'm hearing everybody go, "Oh, did you see how close that was?" And I'm just like, I'm just seeing the guy's jet in front of me. I mean, like, I, I don't see anything. Well, but you guys were like, "Oh, he's just right there. He's right he's there." Right there. The time you nicked it, you kind of popped it off, and it was kind of. Yeah. Well, there was one time when he hit the left wing. I said, "Look, I, that's up." Now I gotta nick the right wing because yep. I'm closer to the probe. I'm slowly getting around to the front of the probe there. But yeah. you guys were just entertaining me all the time for all the little comments and, and woos and woos. Trying to match speeds. You don't do fast. He's <laughs> slow. Too slow. He's <laughs> under you. He's over you. Lee, you're too fast. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. That was fun. And, and there was a the time the S, your S3 almost spun out of. Ooh. Yeah, she missed. She missed it twice, and it's not a tip stall. I got a lot of practice today at flying an airplane, it, turning into a dead engine. Because the because the the drag from the from the yarn and the cone oh, okay, so was on the inside. inside of the turn. Oh, so okay. can so, we can we put two on it? Would that help? Well, no. I I put it. Um, I I don't know if that would help it around. That probably slow you down. I, I kicked in some uh, some rudder trim and it made it better. Uh, I just think bigger turns are going to be the the saving grace, but. It seemed the bigger turns because you turn tighter, so it seemed to mess you up a little bit. But I don't know. Each flight, we just got better and better. So right. um, yeah, we had one flight practice. that was we were way off, and I couldn't catch up. But then it was like I, I blew that off. That's because I was panicking. I already got into two spins with a cone attached to my plane. So yeah, I'm running higher throttles. And then now. I took the cone away from you. Yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> I, we have a picture of that shaved cone. <laughs> so yeah, that's what you get when you run a, a big prop yeah. <laughs> near that string. I, I'm surprised we didn't get caught up and. and screwed up earlier but yeah that worked out great and from my view and i'm glad i put the run cam on that last flight mm -hmm. but from my view in the goggles i you know my signal was okay but it was like it was kind of fun trying to sit there and you know if i had like a quad or something i probably had more ability with you know the stability of that thing i'd probably be able to really keep up with it mm -hmm. so with what i built i'm glad how close i got to the cone and, and that we actually did connect i am you know and and, and now i'm excited to try even more stuff like rudders <laughs> get my exacto knife out and start getting that thing to, to get a rudder in there we'll figure it out anybody got a, a three gram servo we just i need something really tiny back there yeah they got little little tiny servos all right so little. tom's been very silent is there something we can jabber jaw with tom about mr oh, we were talking vtovs earlier oh okay the i was trying to think of other stuff i saw out here besides keith's cool airplanes it really impressed me but uh the uh wasn't a lot of EDFs this year. There were a couple of Habu 32s, and I had a couple of 80s and 90, uh, 280s, and yeah, you're right. weren't that many jets. There weren't many, no. There was a Havoc, yeah. a new Havoc that I had. But you're right. There wasn't a, usually there was yeah, a whole bunch of EDFs. So. I don't know what's going on. The, a, uh, and I know 3D was, it had notched up a notch from what it has been in the past. 3D planes? Yeah. See, like there was like a one one blip extra of 3D. Yeah, maybe a little bit. So. I mean, that didn't seem Not as many micros. And, yeah, uh, that was a great day for micro stuff. And not I'm that surprised. Much. Yeah. And I have three micros I didn't open up yeah. yet. Yeah, we were all busy doing. So you're slacking. I'm gonna fly some micros tomorrow, so I don't have to unpack everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so speaking of my flying stuff, I had the I had the Timber X, which I flew first. I hadn't flown it today. Uh, the Pawnee Brave, which I really enjoy flying. That thing is great. In fact, after this recording, I might get that flight in just to get it under my belt. Uh, my Cessna 150. Uh, I had, had some great flights with it. Yeah, you got um, to fly that a bunch of times. Had a glitch with one of my servos, uh, flap servos, <laughs> on a low pass, you know, down and dirty. Looked really sweet, and I lifted the flaps. The plane kind of rocked weird, and noticed that the right flap didn't want to go anywhere. It was locked down. It right? was locked down, so I, I, I just dropped the other flap today. and just slowly came around mm. and landed. No problems. Um, I, I love that plane. I really enjoy flying it. And thanks, Michael, for getting some nice shots. And you too, Keith. I downloaded your photos, so I got some nice photos of the, the Cessna 150. Decals, soon to come. Yeah, it's all naked. It's naked. Naked plane. Uh, what else? I, I brought a flight, te flight test storch that I built. It's a nice, like, Did you? I didn't simple, see that. Oh, yeah. The, the, oh, oh, yeah, there it is. Yeah, I see, okay. I, I, That's just a, like, a super slow-flying little plane. That's fun to mm. to bounce around. There seem to be a lot of people um, buying and selling stuff. A lot of... Seem... It was a uh, tailgate swap meet. Yeah. Guys in here. Or, not, or just a... Swap meet in addition to the event, not necessarily tailgate. Yeah, so. a, lot of, a lot of stuff. Even, even I picked up, I ended up picking up uh, Stewart's little zero that would. It's oh, a you Pika. Got that, huh? The O bag. Yeah. The O bag zero is the name of that. Fiberglass fuselage. No, and no, this is the all wood one. All wood. It's a little. Uh, it's a Pika. Uh, a little Pika 10, combat one. Fifteen twenty size. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I ended up picking it up. Why not? I thought it might make a neat little project. Might be pleasant to actually put a glow engine in it to get the small at some point. Why not? Because I already have an electric zero. It's that size, and so. So speaking of small, I'm headed to small on Tuesday. They the yeah. the the June small that Fitz went to and I went to was technically canceled because the field was access was flooded, and we 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 kind of had a a substitute event at another flying field, but the official 30th anniversary small is, starts Thursday. And uh, the weather forecast, as usual for small, is mixed. And, uh, <laughs> oh, really? So, yeah. It's, but I'm heading up there on Tuesday and going to go do it. I thought it would have been nice this time of year. You kind of call Yeah, you never know. They call for rain or something, you think? Uh, basically, it's supposed to about a 50% chance of rain all day Friday. Ooh. Oh, wow. But not a whole lot of rain. So we probably won't get, okay. like, mired in mud like we used to. Yeah, that's true. But, uh, but the light wind, you know, wind looks good. Temperatures look great. So we're going to give it a shot. And this is... Uh, this is, uh, I was at the first Dallas Small in uh, 1989, and then this would be the 30th Small. Wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> so from, the, from the very beginning. Huh? Yeah. Yep. I remember Don Bell and I drove over uh, to, uh, to the very first one and just had a blast. Met Paul Willenborg and Steve Staples, and, and I'd known Randy a little bit, and, and uh, met Joe Wagner, which is, you know, I, as a kid, my dad and I built some of the some of the uh, Joe Wagner designed free flights like the Dakota. So it was kind of cool to meet him. He was a big driving force behind it. So anyway, small's happening this week. Uh, we'll see what kind of turnout they get at the uh, makeup small. And then... Uh, <laughs> it's a small makeup? Yep. That, uh, <coughs> Tony's trying to get uh, 100 half-A airplanes, 100 flyable half-A airplanes there. So we shall see. 100? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm going to quite get it, but it might yeah. That's Tony, isn't it? Yeah. Of course, yeah, 50 of them are Tonys. He is. He yeah, definitely has the uh, half A bug. Yeah, he does. He's, he's a maniac. I'm going to bring six or seven just to support him. Might not get to fly them all, but they're all technically flyable. What did we have at the, the summertime? We had 60-something. We 60, yeah, it was yeah, a good, good number yeah. of them. So. Actually flew three different half A's. Hmm. Wow. Yeah, he sent some picture. I think it was on Facebook or something. He's on the airplane. He said, Look, at it, I'm on my way. <laughs> yes, that's right. It'll be fine. A good time will be had. That's good. Well, 
Oh, I hope you have a good time. Actually, I'm looking right now, and Tony's already posted he's there. He's there already? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on Saturday before. I'm here, camped out. I'm flying. <laughs> so that might be a new record for arriving at a four-day event. He arrived, what, five days early? <laughs> Tom, how many years was small done in Little Rock and then uh, Lancaster, Texas? Remember, it was it was it was in the spring in Little Rock and in the fall in in yeah. There might have been a might have been one a year or two earlier than that. There's some that is the first Arkansas small was 1989. So this is the 30th. Okay, well, I, but there well, was two. I believe there was two. There was in Dallas. There were 87. Well, I remember we used to rotate back and forth. The spring was in in Arkansas. Yes, and the fall was in Texas. Well, in the beginning, there was only the Dallas too small in in uh, right. the fall. Uh -huh. And then uh, Steve Staples and Emmett Fry took it up and started having it. And the, of course, the first one was at the little pumpkin patch airfield. Mm -hmm. and, uh, uh, and that was 30 years ago last summer. This right. summer. Did they ever have um, one in Texas somewhere again? Is I don't know. It was, you know, it used to be at the Dallas RC Club over there in Seagaville. And uh, the once uh, Randy passed or wasn't as involved in it, it kind of it ran on a few more years and petered out in the. Maybe the mid '90s, late '90s, mm -hmm. and, and it kind of, uh, it kind of, you know, the, it kind of like the death electric event kind of took it over too a little bit. So anyway, I don't see another one in Dallas. I did when I lost their field at Farm. I did volunteer to have small. Uh, if at worst came to worst, we'd have it at Thunderbird Field, and just so everybody had a place to go. Mm. But uh, didn't have to because we got another home up in Little Rock, and the field's pretty decent. Uh, not quite as nice as the farm field, but pretty decent, and it's you know, it, it's a it's a good home. So does the farm field is on unflooded now? It's all good. And, yeah, and it, it, no, it's, no residual. It's, it's always unflooded part of the time, and then flooded part of the oh. time. <laughs> and uh, this one seems like it's got a little more drainage than the farm field had. Oh, okay. And uh, not quite as not quite as lower ground. So anyway, fun event, and I got some plaques made up for. Uh, for this event, 30th anniversary, small. The spirit. We're having a spirit of small award for the guy with the, you know, best personifies the spirit of small. We've got a small airplane technical achievement award that we're going to give out. Oh, so wow. just for fun. Mm. Even it's supposed to be a non-competition thing. I, we're going to give out some awards anyway. What the heck? Yeah, I mean, I just show appreciation to, for uh, some of the interesting stuff that shows up in small. It's yeah. yes. Hmm. And interesting stuff shows up here at best. Yeah, yes. yeah, always some really neat stuff. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to think, did I miss anything? Where's your list? Uh, it's not, it was a short list, uh, and it's over. Oh, we, we had a, we had a change of uh, <clears throat> CDs. Oh yes, uh, this year's events under new management. So um, Kirk uh, uh, Jensen. Jensen wasn't running it this year. He was here though. He was flying. He was here and flying. He, yeah. I think he earned a break. Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, he, he earned doing, his retirement he for a lot of years. I swear, it felt like he was ten pounds was lifted off his shoulders. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And he seemed to smile a little brighter. He had his grandson here, mm. and uh, that Man, was a day doing a, doing an event like this year yeah. after year. It's a it's a load. Speaking of Kirk, we went we took a trip down to Kirk Massey's shop, New Creations RC, 
Hadn't been there in a couple of years. Yeah, if you die and go to heaven, that's what you want to look like. Yeah. <laughs> you, want, you want the door to open and it'd be, uh, <laughs> it'd be yeah. new creations. <laughs> Anything you want. <laughs> yeah, new creations is one of the kind of the best kept secrets of this yeah. this area. This guy, he's a, a electric guru. He's been he's run that place for a long time. He's, he's he was an electric guru since the eighties. Yeah, since before the, the, <laughs> like the he built that were, big he built that big Astroflight Cub or. Or a big cub, a, a giant yeah. scale cub with an Astroflight 60 on it or something. And it was, people didn't believe there was an electric airplane that big. It was just unbelievable. Yeah. He's I a, remember seeing that because he brought out here and he went the largest <laughs> plane. I forget yeah. how many cells he said that thing ran on. But that was like I, 24, 36. Yeah, yeah 36 numbers. cells, yeah. What I, I did guess. like is when you go into the shop, there's this one section with all brush motors. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's still got it. That's the best thing about the, that place is to go in, you find, look in the nooks and crannies, you find some really obscure the, the thing. history that, of electric flight. Right yeah, there. he's basically his own history of electric flight in the, in the shop. New Creations RC in Willis, Texas. Um, uh don't look at his website. It's probably outdated for the past 80 years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so, if you're in the area, stop by. His website is definitely not the latest technology. No, no. But definitely worth the uh, detour off of I-45 to visit if you're an electric model. Yeah, if you're driving to, to Dallas from... Stop, Houston or vice versa. Yeah, stop at one of the new restaurants in Willis because they're booming. With yeah, like yeah, those drive growing up. Yeah. Then, then go, was it east a little bit? Yeah, it's like 15 minutes out. Yeah, go. definitely visit. It's a great shop. Great. Kirk's a great guy. Uh, Fitz and I spent some money. We spent some money. It's just I a won. great shop to walk through. <laughs> <laughs> you won, yes. Uh, um, I guess we should give a shout out to some of the hobby, the hobby shops that donated Kirk. New Creations. New Creations. Um, Randy's Hobbies. Randy's Hobbies. And the place next to me, Samano's Hobbies as well. Uh, Dubro, Master uh, Dubro, Earth Group. Master Earth Group. Nice. RC Roundtable. And the RC Roundtable. Yes, we, we pitched in and donated we, some stuff. Yeah, we did. So uh, we want to show our appreciation for all those uh, businesses. If Please give them a consideration if you're looking for stuff. Um, I guess I'll do a blatant self-promotion here. The the uh, Tex Electric Flying, Texas Electric Expo is uh, November the 9th at Thunderbird Field. So we've got one more chance to uh, have another day of electric flying in Texas here. Now and you pushed it back this year, right? Yeah, we, I, w I had a conflict. The club wanted to do the Alliance Air Show. It was on my dates. So oh, okay. Was, and then there's basically I, I just pushed it back a couple of weeks. So. so still get some decent weather in November, so I have high hopes yeah. that we'll have another good event. Yeah, this is at the Fort Worth Thunderbirds. Fort Worth Thunderbird Field, New yes. Thunderbird, what we call New Thunderbird Field, even though it's been there for seven years now. <laughs> Well, seven years already? Yeah, we started 2012. Wow. November what? Nine. Saturday, <laughs> November the 9th. Keith is checking his phone. Yeah, I'm looking at my schedule. Because <laughs> I want to go. Field is another great field, my, my former home field. Uh, well, sort of, before you moved it. Yeah. <laughs> former home club. Yes. How about that? <laughs> and then we're also already planning for, uh, we're hosting Aero Design uh, West 2020. So it's West. Okay. This year we get the April date at last after many years of having the March date. And we're April four, 3, 4, and 5, I believe. Anything you can talk about that on the new rules or anything? Oh, yeah. We Well, we, we uh, the rules committee got together for aero design, and this year it was time to change the regular class rules. Yeah. Previously, regular class was, uh, it was a passenger airliner motif. Yeah, that was the tennis the, ball passengers. Yeah, tennis balls. Tennis yes. ball passengers and metal plates as luggage and you had to carry a certain amount of luggage for each passenger mm. and there was a scoring equation that was supposed to teach teams how to how to uh, strategically figure out how to do it so this year we did something different we decided on a sort of a bush plane thing mm. we made the wings but we limited the wingspan to 10 feet 
<laughs> and uh, oh darn, that's uh, I can't do anything and, in ten uh, feet. That I, I need yeah, at least twenty. So, but, <laughs> and we decided that uh, it's a bush plane thing. That that you know, the, this is kind of simulating a need for a bush plane that can carry a very large, a very large spherical cargo spherical. to a remote location. You can't use a helicopter, not enough range. You can't use a big airplane, not enough runway. So they have to come up with kind of a bush plane design that carries a very large spherical cargo and some regular cargo. <coughs> and this large spherical cargo for these regular class air design airplanes are soccer balls. Soccer balls. <laughs> so and they have to have it enclosed. It's kind of like a it's kind of like the aero design guppy class now. The guppy. So fully fully enclosed soccer ball. Fully enclosed soccer ball. You you get you get some some extra points if you carry two or more in a row. We don't think there's gonna be a lot of that, and then we oh you we, carry multiple soccer balls. And we put yes. or soccer ball size. Yeah. It's not an actual soccer ball. No, it's right? actual soccer ball. Oh, is it? Okay, <laughs> <laughs> they weigh about a pound. I, I, I'm coming to come see when they actually substitute soccer balls with watermelons. Yeah, <laughs> That's the one I want to see. Uh, and that, that way you don't have to carry any extra weight because there's enough weight right there. <laughs> the uh, but yeah, soccer balls they weigh about a pound ish and mm. uh, 27 to 29 inches in diameter. They've got to enclose it, and they've got to carry a certain amount of weight too. Oh, going to have extra weight too. <clears throat> and they've got um, there's some other parameters for a scoring equation they've got to meet. So we and then they've got to this year they got to be off in 100 feet instead of 200. <coughs> oh, okay. Just 100 feet takeoff run instead of 200 feet. You suspect probably the planes will be a little lighter. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So it'll be fun to see if they yeah. can handle the and that's, um, annoying cargo. That's a new regular class. New regular class. Okay. Advanced class is continuing on with that fun. Um, Self-navigating glider thing that we came yeah. up with. <laughs> yeah, that crap. was really neat. Yeah, to see and, those different uh, gliders. Uh, pretty much, uh, uh, Georgia Tech killed it here at the event last year, and then uh, it was one of the Polish teams did awfully well. Warsaw uh, might have been, yeah, yeah, out in the West event in California yeah. last year. So it's a tough event to carry the, to carry the, you know, the the habitat payloads, which are Nerf. Aero Vortex footballs yeah. and supply payloads, which are water bottles full of water, and then they've got to drop an autonomous glider. The glue. Yeah, it, I remember one team had these the two gliders. They launched and they had this perfect glide. Yes. And then they collided and they, they went Oh off. no! Did you remember that one? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that was yeah. one of the launches. It was. It was, it was so. Might have been one of the Georgia Tech. Well, but Georgia yeah. Tech had that one flight where they got three, three free, three gliders off their mothership. Yeah. And they were. Came into the target and they were overshooting and they flipped around in nearly a perfect formation. Oh yes, yeah, and landed right on the target. That was fantastic. Yes, a fifty foot diameter. <laughs> they, did, they did a perfect U-turn yeah. and hit the. At the land in a hundred foot diameter circle, yeah. autonomous, self-navigating. Yeah. So anyway, all the same in micro classes. One more year of carrying uh, uh, PVC pipes for payload. So we'll change micro next year. Mm. But anyway, if tennis balls. Yeah, yeah, micro tennis balls. Bowling balls, softballs, or something. So yeah, we, we we like we do have fun thinking of evil challenges for the college students just to keep them on their toes. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, well, well, thanks for that rundown. Uh, uh, sure. Look forward to it. I, I'm hoping some of the kids get creative and draw well, you know, designs like, you know, of the soccer balls. They make airplanes that carry Saturn V, paper mache soccer balls. Bring this from Brazil and stuff. So yeah, we made the wings smaller, so that's okay. Smaller. Yeah, well, we always have teams that have problems with uh, in, shipping. Um, shipping and immigration, uh, not immigration, what do you call it, customs. Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a, it's a challenge. Yes, it is. But that, most teams overcome it. There's always some teams that just yeah. don't quite all get, all, get it all together, and they have a little trouble with customs. So. <laughs> so. Uh, well, great. Anyway. Well, I, I'm pretty sure I'll be up there. Sure. Doing, You're doing welcome to come, as always. We'd love to have you. Yeah, I'll talk to... Uh, always fun. We'll, but this we'll year, I think April, not May, not March. 
April, oh, so, April 3rd. Okay, a little later in the year. Okay. Yeah, one, we're about four weeks later than the East. Oh, because you're west, right? Yes. Because East always had no, the west, right? No, it didn't matter. Um, there was always some reason that I had to have the March, the early date, which I never liked because it's like the new monsoon season there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this year, uh, they couldn't get the Florida site in April, so they we, they took the May date, and I took the April date. Oh, okay. So you're going to have a Florida too. The East is going to be... Florida's, Florida's uh, Lakeland, Florida, Lakeland, at the Florida. Sun and Fun Airport site is uh, is west, mm. I'm sorry, east, uh, about March the 8th. Okay, so... Um, so we've talked about this before. If you're listening to this, um, check out. It's the SAE. They go to saeaerodesign.com, and you can get the rules and the participants and everything there. So, yeah, there's two, one in Florida and one in Texas. If you're in the area, check it out. It's fascinating. It's, it's really... a highly entertaining model airplane weekend. Yes, it is. And we have a video on our YouTube channel from a, few, a couple of years ago. So yeah. Highlight reel. Highlight reel, yes. <laughs> yeah, it's, and it was very entertaining. It was very entertaining. So check it out. Don't miss it if you haven't seen it before. I hope my son goes to a college and can participate in something like that. I, I really think, so all kidding aside about us being evil with rules, I think an engineering student that goes through that process, if it's not airplanes, it's robots or something else, yeah. an engineering competition is one of the best educational things they can do to to make their education real. yeah you get a lot of life lessons doing that stuff yeah that's right yeah all right well um i think we should start wrapping it up people stop flying they were flying earlier doing some night flying maybe mm -hmm. we'll have to go up and yeah, i need to go down there and finish packing packing yeah. i still got some stuff to pack same here all we're, right we're well, thanks for letting me sit in tonight i enjoyed it no problem thanks for joining us tom and uh keith hey i, I want to thank you who are you pointing Terry, to? You you. I'm, I know. I'm <laughs> pointing to Lee and Terry and yes. you. I lost that 737 last year, and you three got a 737 oh, yes. back to me, and that was important for me to be able to fly it here yes, today. Yes, you flew the 737. flew great. That's so, the one Terry had. That's right. And then wow. It's got like I, a haboo history. <laughs> yeah, it's got a haboo history. Uh, I lugged it back as a carry-on. Mm -hmm. uh, it survived much better than the haboo. It did. Well, you packed it much better. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, so that... that it, you had to, did Terry had to cut it up a little bit? Yeah, he uh, had to cut... He had to make he's it smaller. He's a master at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it like Keith is very very good at gluing foam together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Terry can <laughs> cut it up, and Keith puts it back together. If anybody together knows again. how to glue foam together, it's <laughs> yeah. Keith. Yeah, Terry says, right. "Don't worry about it. You'll be able to put it back together." <laughs> yeah, don't worry about it. Uh, but it, but it made it to the house, and it made it to uh, best this yeah, year. Yeah, I saw you flying earlier today. Yeah, yeah and I great. just wanted to be sure and thank all three of you for making that happen no for problem. me. Glad you we know, can get it to dawned it. on me, just kind of doing a full circle here. You know, you, you had that uh, thing at SAE where I'm pointing to Tom. Where you had the little uh, little tiny planes that had to fit in like a coffee can or something. Yes, yes. Well, maybe you should upsize that a bit. So for the regular class, they have to get it into a suitcase like we did. <laughs> well, you know, believe, believe it or not, that was considered. Uh, we were thinking about it had to the airplane had to pack into uh, standard. <coughs> excuse me, standard airline anything. The it had to fit in a normal checkable airline bag. Oh, we thought that was too. That was a little too restrictive. And we talked about having it fit in any number of checkable airline bags. I just pay extra baggage. And then we gave up on that. And we said, eh, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll catch that next time. Well, maybe we'll just do it for best. <laughs> we'll send out a whole thing, a contest. You have to bring a plane. It has to fit in a suitcase. You know, but, it has, and, but you have to give it a, uh, has to have a certain wing. <laughs> no, the plane has to carry a suitcase. 
Well, no, way. <laughs> <laughs> no, but your wingspan has to be six feet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. All right. Well, now we're getting time. crazy. It's late. Yeah, it's dark, it's and I'm getting, it's yeah. It's, it's, All right, let's wrap this thing up, uh, gentlemen. Thanks for joining sure. us. Good night, guys. Always, thanks always, again for having us. No problem. Always great to see you guys. There's more tomorrow. Mm -hmm. another, always, more stuff good tomorrow. Good day of flying tomorrow. Yeah, we may yep. have a, we may have an extra recording. Who knows? Uh, maybe. Um, I think it should be a little bit cooler tomorrow yes, too. I think. A bit. So, Five ninety-two, maybe. <laughs> yeah, instead of ninety-nine, it's like ninety-five. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, we'll join you next time on the RC Roundtable. We'll post some pictures on our Facebook if you haven't seen them already, and uh, we'll see you later. Bye bye. Good night. Please visit our website at rcroundtable.com where you can send us comments and suggestions or listen to our other great podcasts. Where you will also find links to our iTunes and social media sites. Thanks for listening.